are formed upon like no other and no one can break what we have created from the ashes of the data fight media network and the ruins of half a lifetime spent speaking truth to power this is Alex John's Ring of Tyranny. And thank you for joining us. You are listening to Ring of Tyranny. I am Alan Johns, and this is the only hashtag WrestleCast in the hashtag WrestleCast Nation, hosted by an ex-truth teller such as myself. We want to thank you for joining us. We thank you for coming to the show. Uh, again, I am Alan Johns, ex-emperor slash CEO of the Datafight Media Network slash Empire, which was, of course burned to the ground years ago by a space alien who came to Earth pretending to be a skinhead who amassed a rival insurgent group of rival truth-tellers, whatever that means, against me and brought my operation to the ground. He took away my voice for two years, and about a year ago the voice came back and my wife and I decided it would be a good, a good, uh, it would be okay for me to return to broadcasting because I'm a born broadcaster, I've got it in my bones and I've got it in my blood, I'm a third generation broadcaster, a first generation podcaster, and we decided it would be okay for me to return to the to the airwaves uh, in the form of this podcast and uh, uh, I wouldn't talk uh, any longer about truth telling slash some might call it conspiracy theorizing. No longer would I cover the stories of what goes on in the dark corridors of our uh, sometimes wayward government. No, now I would return to the only uh, topic that I consider even as close to as dance a nugget, or as important, professional wrestling. Uh, we thank you for joining us. Uh, of course, uh, Ring of Tyranny can be reached at Gmail. That's uh, ringoftyranny at gmail.com. That's R-I-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y. And we do appreciate the emails you guys have been sending in. We appreciate your compliments, your criticisms. Uh, a couple of trolls here and there pretending to be uh, Skinner, the space alien that once pretended to be a skinhead, um, and interfered with... Uh, my hard work, my life's work. Um, of course, you know, if you're gonna, if you're about to, you're gonna start hearing some bleeps and some bloops probably because I'm talking about this, this guy. Well, he's not really a guy. He's, he's a space alien, like I said, and, uh, he harasses us. Uh, he has been listening to the show. Um, We'll see if he keeps listening, because as I'm going to announce later, the coverage of WWE on this podcast is um, likely to decrease dramatically in the coming weeks. Well, we just don't have the time. Uh, we don't have the time for that. And again, if you're hearing the bleeps and the bloops and the blops, that's uh, battling Skinner, the space alien who once pretended to be a skinhead, who's also gone by the names uh, Christian Cage, Sammy Callahan, uh, Consequences Creed, uh, Black Rain most recently, who likes to interfere with our show around pay-per-view time, WWE pay-per-view time, uh, with his WWE pay-per-view prediction shows, which we're going to still let him do. I don't know if uh, we're going to have predictions 
predictions on our end. That's what might change because, like I said, uh, there could be a, a large decrease in WWE coverage on this podcast, Ring of Tyranny, the only hashtag WrestleCast and the hashtag WrestleCast Nation, hosted by an ex-truth teller such as myself. Ring of Tyranny at gmail.com, of course, is the email that you can uh, send your criticisms, comments to. Um, you know, we've been getting a lot of emails from the same place, I believe. Uh, the same place in outer space, uh, wherever it is, where uh, Dweebus, uh, as we call him now, Dweebus, uh, a.k.a. Skinner, a.k.a. Christian Cage, a.k.a. Sammy Callahan, a.k.a. Consequences Creed, a.k.a. Black Rain, uh, Dweebus, out there in outer space, um, you know, who has the capability as an alien, as a space alien, to contact us on Earth, uh, where as far as we know uh, from NASA and our government announcements, we don't necessarily, on Earth here, we don't necessarily have the capability to contact an alien life form such as himself. But that being what it is, uh, on his planet, you know, things must, I guess, went a different way. And basically, Dweebus doesn't have uh, the ability to uh, Google. Uh, so... Uh, I mean, their their uh, alien, space alien race uh, has not developed that specific technology on their planet. Googling things from, I, I guess, their history and what? Who knows if they even keep tabs on that? I I don't know what, um, you know, different cultures on the Earth alone uh, are so varied. I mean, even among America, we got these these loonies from the Triangle and the Flat Earth and the and the Square Earth that have been contacting us uh, again. This is no longer a truth-telling operation, uh, but what we do have um, is a little segment here where, where we like to read some of your emails that you've been sending to Ring of Tyranny, R-A-N-G-O-F at T, uh, sorry, R-A-N-G-O-F, T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y, at gmail.com, that's Ring of Tyranny at gmail.com. Uh, let's go into the mail bucket. All right, so we got uh, another uh, few letters here to read for you. Uh, here we go. Alan Johns. Now, you may think it's funny to point out my mistake in choosing not one, not two, not even three, but four TNA wrestler names in a row as my new name on your show the past few weeks. You may think it's funny. I think you're cruel. No, we don't have Google here on my home planet, but if Google is in any way to blame for your becoming a cruel, relentless, and cynical bully, then I believe it's likely for the best. Prepare for 90% correct money in the bank predictions. Sincerely, the Cowboy James Storm. Oh, well, that's strike five, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Dweebus, you're on to almost two outs. This is uh, uh, right on cue. Of course, the first the first email we get is from Dweebus, the space alien who can't leave us alone, who can't wait to do his WWE predictions, who's been telling me to cover more WWE uh, because he says it's the only good wrestling on TV, which I don't really understand uh, a, a whole lot why... I mean, he's from another planet, and he's—I I, guess—he's—he's he's just fascinated by the WWE. Anyway, let's try this this next one. Maybe this next letter will be a little more um, uh, pleasing to your ears. I—I I don't know, entertaining, not annoying. How about that, uh, dear Alan? We of the Round Earth Movement have been shocked by your recent public. All right, this is getting this is getting out of control. What the heck? What do the round earth people want with me? I said the earth was round, for Pete's sake. Uh, we of the round earth movement have been shocked by your recent public favoring of both the Triangle Earth Commission and the Square Earth Committee. Uh, running contrary to common sense surely comes natural to an ex-truth teller such as yourself. Oh, that's that's very, that's very good. Uh, but we demand uh, the round earth... 
but we demand uh, equal representation on Ring of Tyranny. The Round Earth Movement is represented. Uh, uh, we demand that the Round Earth Movement is represented on Ring of Tyranny, and will be more than happy to appear on the show in the near future. Uh, it only makes parentheses common parentheses sense. The Round Earth Movement. Well, it doesn't make sense. And I question whether you're actually listening. I mean, is this that thing uh, where where uh, people get upset on Twitter because they only read the headline and they don't read the article? I said the Earth was round. I, I, I'm not... I don't... I don't need to get into this discussion. From where I stand, you guys are right. I don't know why you even have an organization. I mean, the whole world is kind of your organization. It's the triangle and the flat and the square earth. And, uh, and whoever else is different than round that, uh, that people are questioning, that people are saying, why, why, why do you do this? So round earth uh, movement, that's fantastic that you want to defend uh, the honor of science or whatever the heck uh, you're trying to do there. I think, you know, you could probably do better things with your time. Uh, if I had to guess, maybe uh, your parents are paying for the time. I, I'm not really sure, but we're not entertaining any of these theories on this show. We're not having any of you on the show. So flat earth, round earth, triangle earth, square earth, just stay out of it. Because we're not truth-telling on this show anymore. We're not interviewing people that have uh, alternate beliefs about about the shape of the earth or whether, uh, or whether uh, 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 stars are real or whatever the heck you guys believe in the, the simulation and the, stri- and, the, and the string theory and all that. Anyway... Psychics, ghosts, we don't we don't play around with that anymore. This isn't AM radio at midnight on a on a windy road. We have moved on. Datafight is no more. The Datafight Media Emperor was burned to the ground by Dweebus, who you just heard from. And uh, let's see about another letter here. Uh, dear Alan, I am a huge fan and want to work for you. I have no credentials, but working on Ring of Tyranny would be a dream. Where do I apply? Okay. Uh, well, first uh, strike. <laughs> Sorry, uh, you forgot to put your name, so I don't know who you are. <laughs> you might as well be Dweebus. You might as well be uh, this guy from the the, tri- the the Round Earth Commission. And I hope I don't find out that, you know, someone's just pretending to be Dweebus and someone else is pretending to be these people from the Flat Earth and Triangle Earth Commission. And I hope I don't find out that people are pretending to be people they shouldn't pretend to be when there's so many other people available that pretended to be something else that you can pretend to be. And you can at least pretend to be a little more proud of yourself and have a little more pride than sending emails like this. Uh, So we'll see if the mail bucket uh, segment continues. If you want to work for Ring of Tyranny, send us an email, R-I-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y at gmail.com. Maybe go to Patreon and become our first patron because that thing's been up for two months. No one's over there. It says zero. There's a big zero. Zero dollars going to the organization organic farming operation we're running out here somewhere in texas i'd rather not be specific and let's get to the the new segment on our show this movie review segment with our executive producer who works tirelessly to bring her the show bernie producer uh bernie take it away bernie uh, bernie's pick flicks thanks alan and welcome everyone to bernie's pick flicks uh we welcome you to the segment this week we're going to be reviewing uh, kind of a weird one but continuing in the line of horror movies that we've been covering. Uh, 1981, directed by Lee Lehman. It is probably the only movie Lou ever directed. The Pit. Uh, this movie is a Canadian production, and like, it's got this weird 12 year old kid. He's a social nightmare. Uh, he's like spying on the librarians, and he's like. 
I don't know, he just doesn't get along with people. Little girls, like, beat him up. Um, and he finds a big hole in the woods full of prehistoric miniature. They're like shaggy Ewoks with evil red eyes. And Jamie, the weird kid, you know, basically they become his friends uh, because... He can't make friends uh, that speak his language, um, and he starts speaking their language. Uh, when he figures out they uh, don't eat chocolate bars, they eat meat. Uh, pretty good movie. The Pit, very bottom shelf, lots of weird stuff. He talks to his teddy bear. There was a good band in Baltimore, uh, circa 2001-2002, called Tra La Log and Digital. Check that out. I, I think there's some on Bandcamp. Anyway, The Pit. Check it out if you want to get weird. And back to you, Alan. All right, well, uh, thank you very much for that review uh, of The Pit. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen that one. Kind of a, It's kind of a midnight movie type of thing, right? Boy, a weird, weird kid talking to his teddy bear that talks back to the weird kid and the weird kid's voice with a little bit of echo on it. Yeah, yeah, I remember having a pretty good night uh, with that. Maybe uh, you... Yeah, you check that out. That, that's that that I give the pit my blessing. Uh, strange little film there. Uh, we've been getting a little stranger on that segment, Bernie. I'm not. To- I'm not. I'm just not totally sure how how much of an audience there is uh, for the pit alone in the Gen Pop. Uh, um, you know, never never mind uh, being a smaller portion of the small audience we already have. Anyway. Uh, I did want to bring up something we got a couple emails about. Um, if you've noticed, the past uh, few episodes have had uh, full produced, fully produced uh, songs at the end of that. Uh, you you can check that out um, at kevinhurth.bandcamp.com. That's K-E-V-I-N-H-I-R-T-H.bandcamp.com. I've never met the man, but he's nice enough to let us use his RSS uh, feed here that he stopped using. And um, we're very grateful, so I wanted to play some uh, some tracks uh, from his library there, just to kind of promote if you get a chance. Um, I hear, uh, you know, he's uh, he, he wouldn't mind he wouldn't mind the support if you can swing it. And and who knows, maybe you'll find some music you you like. I've been digging through it; some pretty good stuff there. We're gonna have another song at the end of episode. Um, let's talk about this week in wrestling. <laughs> so as i mentioned at the uh opening of the show the cold open i don't know i don't know if we want to um you know call it that um we're gonna be kind of lowering our coverage of uh of wwe on this show um and uh you know uh I mean, if you watch WWE this week, what did you see? They already announced the participants of the Money in the Bank matches. Uh, there's nothing really leading up to anything. We got a match with Lacey Evans. We got a match with Charlotte Flair uh, on the Becky Lynch, um, the Becky Lynch front. She's gonna have two matches, which is bizarre. This is gonna be a bizarre pay per view. We got Kevin Owens versus Kofi Kingston for the WWE title. We got a. Uh, uh, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. I mean, it's a decent, decent card. Uh, however, um, Raw and SmackDown this week, uh, it was a total of five hours that I watched in, and really, um, two of those hours, kind of the same thing happened, and, and some of the same people, with the introduction of the wild card, of course, from fence and management, um, they did this on both shows where the Usos and Roman Reigns and everyone were switching places, and, uh, 
in my opinion, it's five hours of the same. I I, I don't watch it. I, I can't even, I don't even feel like I ever have time to fit in a five hour, uh, a three hour movie. That's why I'm not seeing Avengers uh, Endgame. I'm very behind in the, in the game. I'm nowhere near the end. I have missed at least three fourths of this Avengers story. So I'm um, hearing that I need to see Avengers Endgame, but you know, I've got a lot of homework to do before I can take the test. Uh, so uh, the same thing is kind of starting to apply to wrestling here. Uh, I, I, I don't know who has time for five hours. Uh, we're working on the organic uh, farm down here. You know, I'm learning a lot about planting vegetables. And, and I like that that Daniel Bryan came back. Uh, the, the new Daniel Bryan, he's back. The new Daniel Bryan, he's back. So that was, uh, that was good to see. Um, and I do hope, you know, he restores... Um, at least one WWE title to uh, the greatness that the world championship saw when it was made of hemp and wood and gemstones. So we'll see if he brings back uh, the Planet's Belt, but the Planet's Champion has returned. I guess that's the biggest news of the week. He was on both shows. Uh, Sami Zayn looking pretty great on uh, SmackDown there. Braun Strowman threw Sami Zayn in a, in, a, in a garbage can, so some of you might want to see that. The Miz attacked uh, Shane McMahon on both shows. The Usos goofed around on both shows they uh, ripped off revenge of the nerds a little bit uh putting Usi hot in the revival's jocks and causing scott dawson to flip around on the ground like a cartoon and i was uh, i was decently enough entertained by that the bray wyatt segment this week uh did manage to creep me out i'm in the creep out camp but i don't know if i like the kids being in there anyway um yeah this show's not really for kids and it's not really for anybody so um, well, uh, you know, let's talk about something else. Uh, we had an episode of Being the Elite this week that was pretty good, and I would recommend you watch it if you're interested in seeing something going on in wrestling. Uh, you had all the greats showing up, Hangman, Adam Page, even Pac was, Pac was in this episode. You had Chris Jericho showing up. I think they... I'm not sure. I can't remember where uh, they appeared, but Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho had it out at a match uh, at a smaller show. They showed up out of nowhere. Everybody went crazy. I believe the uh, YouTube uh, personality, Marky Extreme, uh, champion, 15-year champion of Backyard Extreme Wrestling, uh, I believe he is the one that had the footage of the Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho meet at uh, that smaller event. I'm not sure, totally sure what it was, but it's all over the Wrestle WrestleCast Nation. Um, you know, it, it's hard to keep doing a wrestling show when... Um, we talked about this a little bit last week, but we were the first uh, podcast about, about three weeks ago to float the theory that CM Punk might be showing up at, at, at Double or Nothing in Las Vegas. And, and since that, a lot of other podcasts and quote-unquote news sources um, of sports entertainment and professional wrestling have uh, kind of put it out there that they think CM Punk's going to show up at uh, double, a double or nothing, and we're giving that one away as kind of a freebie, but it, it becomes, you start to get a little, you start wondering about your surroundings when you're reporting, uh, you're trying to bring the very best and current professional wrestling news and opinion, and things like, you, you're not getting 
credit for the for the stories you're breaking. Um, you know, in this case, the story was that uh, we we uh, think CM Punk might show up uh, at Double or Nothing Base because he kind of showed up in a mask, but uh, the Wrestle Cast Nation seemed to be pretty sure that it was CM Punk um, in a disguise at a smaller wrestling show, kind of like how Omega and Chris Jericho showed up here, but. Um, we came up with that idea that CM Punk might be it at Double or Nothing, and the other sites kind of ran with it and claimed it as their own and didn't, weren't really giving uh, Ring of Tyranny the credit, uh, you know, but I'll tell you, it's it's uh, not a whole lot of credit being thrown around these days, but uh, we're going to try to report as we can. Um, no point really in reporting on WWE. There's no story to break there. You guys, there's a lot of coverage of that. So we had the Road to Double or Nothing, number 15, and the Being the Elite, number one. 5-2, I believe. Maybe one five six. actually. It might be a little far. No, no. one five two. But, 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 but it being the Elite, we had another montage of the Young Bucks working out, getting ready for the big match. Um, there was a pretty pretty funny uh, segment here with the best friends sending in a video. Um, there was some good good stuff in this episode. Definitely worth a watch. We're getting closer to Double or Nothing um, as we had uh, the road. Oh, also on Being the Elite, we did get a little uh, a little glimpse uh, into Brandy Rhodes and uh, Britt Baker was there. I believe Penelope Ford, they were uh, hanging around the pool as we saw in the Road to Double or Nothing number 15 last night. Um, they were doing a photo shoot, but in the uh, Being the Elite uh, footage, um... Brandy was uh, kind of gossiping there about Allie, and, uh, well, things are heating up a little bit for their match uh, at Double or Nothing, let's just say. So the road to Double or Nothing, number 15, had Chris Jericho giving Cody the business again. Uh, Chris Jericho's going to be there. Uh, this is getting great. And then we had uh, Brandy and the, and the girls uh, by the pool doing the photo shoot, and, uh, you know, uh, like I said, watch if you haven't watched Road to Double or Nothing, just started at number one. You got about an hour and a half, an hour and a forty-five minute, uh, you know, kind of a Adam Sandler movie length, uh, uh, Grandma's Boy length of audio to listen to, and you'll be all or a video to watch, excuse me, and you'll be all caught up. The way YouTube does it, they play them one after the other, so you might as well start at number one and make it to number fifteen. They're about ten minutes or less each, so it's not a huge deal. Just do it. Uh, get up to speed, see if you like it. I mean, those Dustin and uh, Cody Rhodes promos that were basically episodes 13 and 14 alone are worth uh, the watch, I believe. You binge watch everything else. Uh, so why not binge watch a little bit of awesome uh, online wrestling programming? Something that's of its time or ahead of its time, depending on the way you look at it, but there's never been any kind of web series integration into some into a, into a uh, one of these organizations showing up and that's about it for AEW though um so let's uh let's talk about MLW Fusion <laughs> so MLW Fusion uh this week episode number 56 on YouTube uh was the Selena De La Renta episode and I had a good time with this it's kind of like a you know like a Christmas episode this was like this was like in the past if you had a VHS of MLW Fusion it would be a special a special uh a special VHS of this episode, the Selena De La Renta Promociones Dorado, uh, Dorados episode. We had Loki. Uh, Selena was on the phone, and Loki was talking about his match. Then Loki had the match against Daga, the rematch, and he won. There was kind of a little bit of fishy. Uh, it was kind of fishy that the referee didn't see that Loki was cheating to win. Uh, we had a match of Gringo Loco versus El Hijo de L.A. Park. We had L.A. Park himself. 
uh, versus Pentagon Jr. Basically, L.A. Park, El Hijo de L.A. Park won their respective matches. Uh, Sammy Callahan got into it with Selena, but that was pretty much all that was featured on the show was Promociones Dorado uh, winning and Selena De La Renta coming out and saying, you know, they would already be so far ahead if she ran this place. I liked it. It was like an alternate universe. One night in an alternate universe, Selena De La Renta show, running the show, who is, of course, uh, uh, one of the MLW heavies. Uh, she's awesome. And uh, it was a great episode. It's uh, one for the books. I, re- I, I highly recommend it. I like when they do this. Uh, the other, the other uh, organizations, the other promotions just aren't doing this anymore leave it to promotiones delrado to blaze a trail uh for the competition i don't even i i'm getting to the point with mlw and maybe i'm i'm just a court bauer fan i really like what he's done with it but i'm getting to the point where i don't see how aew storytelling can possibly be any better so i'm wondering if aew is just going to absorb these guys into their team or what because i don't see how you top this mlw fusion is fantastic every week Check it out. Watch your AEW. Watch your MLW Fusion. Let's get into the hashtag WrestleSpiracy segment of the show. Hashtag WrestleSpiracies. Is wrestling really just one show by one company at a time? Or is there a bird's eye view that we can take high above the earth, high above the promotions, where all the promotions look like little ants, where all the promotions look like our little uh, action figures and our figure federations uh, for us to play with? If, if we look at it from that view, from high above, high above the stars and high above the skies, high above the planets and high above uh, whatever's above that, uh, if, 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 if we were to look at wrestling from that point of view, would we see a story unfolding naturally among the existing promotions uh, based on the way that they interact, based on the way that they interacted historically up to this point, just the moves that were made and the decisions and the successes and the failures and, and the trials and tribulations and the stories, the stories that are, that are good enough to tell for generations forever. If we were to step back and look at wrestling as that, would WWE be Andre the Giant? Would Ring of Honor be Kevin Owens? Would TNA be like a half-breed AJ Styles and Samoa Joe? All competing against each other. TNA, you know, uh, Mick Foley's it and becomes Impact. Uh, WWE, uh, uh, gimmick change in 1999, but they've been around the longest. Uh, You know, these stories are there. And what's so amazing to me is that AEW tells the story of a the people's wrestler, of the people's booker, of the people's wrestler booker, of the people's show, even though it was run and eventually absorbed by corporations that didn't necessarily care about it. Corporations of the of the kind that produce Sonic the Hedgehog movies without uh, any care of whether people will identify with Sonic the Hedgehog identify, being identified by Gangster's Paradise. If you step back and look at the wrestling world from the bird's eye view, if you look at the warring promotions, the competing promotions, and no NXT and SmackDown and Raw are not separate, 205 Live, all of that is all part of the same gigantic, el gigante 
wrestling promotion, but one that has become old and tired and is trying to run his own show. So who is AEW? You've got three right off the bat to choose from. Is there, is AEW Dusty Rhodes? Is it Cody Rhodes? Is it Dustin Rhodes? Is it all three of them together? And are we seeing the formation of the New Order? Does it necessarily have to be called New World Order? Or is it good enough to have this guy, the son of the people's wrestling hero, wrestler, Booker, who was at one point in El Gigante tried to embarrass him and tried to embarrass him in front of all the people, but we stood by. And he tried to make it right as best he could. But will one of his sons be the one to make it right forever? Thank you for listening to the show. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Kind of an off episode here, but uh, we thank you for joining us. Uh, we got the pod uh, awards for the week. I'm going to pod champion of the week. I'm going to give it to Sami Zayn. I think Sami Zayn really pulled. He pulled some double duty. He got thrown in a, in a dumpster and presumably, presumably crunched. Uh, but he did show up the next night, so I guess uh, he got out of that one as well. The Pod Women's Champion of the Week is obviously Selena De La Renta, and if I have to pick a match, uh, Pod Match of the Week, well, I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, the most important match of the week is probably that Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho appearance on Being the Elite, The Road to Double or Nothing, so you gotta watch that. You gotta watch that before next week for for sure. And, uh, you know, it was a good week for wrestling. The only downside I'd say is we had no hard foundation, no dynasty. But uh, on to the next week, and we'll we'll see you soon. Send us an email, ringoftyranny, R-A-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y at gmail.com. Go to patreon.com slash ringoftyranny, become our first patron, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Ring of Tyranny, the only WrestleCast in the hashtag WrestleCast Nation, hosted by an ex-truth teller such as Alan Johns. Uh, we thank you for listening. We apologize for the alien interference. If you want to support the show, you know, um, maybe up the production budget so we can do things like uh, edit in time or even maybe bring you more episodes uh, more uh, shows during the week in the future if possible or maybe even just kind of a little budget to help fight uh, space alien interference which as you know is a problem with this show send us an email ringoftyranny at jmail.com or go to patreon.com slash ringoftyranny to support and Alan wants you all to know he loves his little warriors. So thanks for listening to the show and good night. <laughs> <laughs>
right through their eyes And it seems the light bulb's been turned off I am just doing my job No regard for one another No love for one's own brother I am just doing my job It's a way to get through all these days Since I felt love And even longer since I felt the fear